live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. From Russia? From Russia? Yeah. How long have you been here? Um, how long have you been here? I'm going to turn the light on. Two days. Two days? Yeah. In this same, sorry, in the same place? Yes. Right here? And nobody's come to get you? Uh, the, no border patrol? Uh, officers come, uh, take uh, the little baby and go out. Uh, soon they come too. Uh, they take uh, another country. I don't know which So one. they do it by country? Uh, Are they? I don't know. Okay. So you've waited here for two days? Two days. Two nights. Two nights. Two nights. Two nights. Two days. So Russia to Tijuana. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Turkey? Turkish. Okay. Mexico, Tijuana, and Mexicali. Wow. That's a long journey. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you have any guides, like, show you the way? YouTube. YouTube? You watched, so you had there were YouTube videos to show you the way. And you have the whole family? Is this family? Okay, husband, wife, kids? Yeah. How, how many kids? What? Yeah, one. Okay. Uh, in second family oh. have two kids, wow. two daughters. Uh, in third family have one uh, son and one family wife and husband. Where in America do you want to go? Do you know? Florida. Florida? Do you have family? No. Okay. Uh, My name is Ben. I'm Angela. Uh, Angela? Victor. My Vic- name is Evgeny. What is it? Evgeny? Victor, Victor. and Angela. Angela? Angel. Angel? Angel. Yeah. Ah, Angel. <laughs> well, God bless you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, this is pretty incredible. I just got back down here. I'm in San Luis, Arizona. Um, coming down, this is an area behind me. You've got the wall that runs down into town. And this is the area uh, down the, the way there in town where the people that don't want to get caught climb over. We've got the ladder crews with the ladders. Uh, that, that they basically pile up every single night because of the amount of people that are coming in. I was driving down to the end here, and this is the start of where the uh, so-called asylum seekers are coming across. And I noticed there was a bunch of fires going on on the other side of the wall. And I was like, what the heck's going on? So I pulled over, stopped here. And now I'm hearing that these the folks that I was just speaking to from Russia, uh, they've been out here for two nights waiting. They, I guess, Border Patrol came, got the infants, the children, the, the very young, because they obviously have a child with them as well uh, but the babies they came and got them they came and got certain other countries but they've left them out here for two nights and this is before title 42 goes away border patrol is completely overwhelmed they don't have the resources to deal with it and now this is what you see you have people out here 
freezing. The, it gets down below freezing out here. It's a pretty bad situation already. And again, this is before Title 42 goes away. So you just have people sleeping out here, waiting for Border Patrol to come get them. Cuba? Cuba, okay. Cuanto dias aquí? Dos? Two days. Two days. Wow. Where are you from? From Russia. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as heartbreaking as it is, uh, it's still an invasion. As heartbreaking as it is to see, I'm sure great families, nice people, I'm sure, as you see, conversation with Ben. It's unfortunate that this is how we meet two people from different countries. This is how we meet because of a, because of a, uh, a funded and forced invasion by our own elected officials causing this to happen. I talk to Ben often and I have to tell you that the same kind of uh, explanation that I give as to what it means to do this job that I do. Imagine the emotional stress that Ben goes through when he sees and talks to these people and they're kind and they're nice and they're happy, at least to be away from where they, where they live, where they lived. They have children just like Ben has, just like I have. Think about it outside, outside of politics for a minute and outside a, a full invasion. An invasion doesn't have to mean, by the way, they're coming to kill us. An invasion means they're coming and the culture is destroyed. The culture is gone. Our society of what we know is gone. Invasion means many things. But the emotional stuff that Ben has to go through meeting these people, knowing that no matter what their story is, you do not belong here and you should not be here. Very, very, very bad, um, a bad environment and a bad situation, bad scenario around the board, across the board, uh, what this left wing regime, this illegitimate did not win the election, but stole it regime, is doing to this country. Now, the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to be talking about a Trump-appointed judge who literally blocked Biden's attempt to end the Remain in Mexico policy. That's been stayed. We're going to talk about that, so that's good news. But Title 42 and Remain in Mexico are two different things. They're not the same thing. One deals with COVID as the reason for shipping people away. The other is you remain in there while you seek asylum. Two different things. And, if the, and here's the thing. If the federal government is going to continue to call this an emergency and get emergency funding from it, have emergency powers from it, and all of that, well, then Title 42 has to remain in place or else none of it is an emergency whatsoever. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here, LFA TV, live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Thank you for being here. It is an honor to be here as I broadcast from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. 
uh, ladies and gentlemen, and we end another week, another week closer to making America great again, another week closer to making America godly again, and another week further away from America, the thieves, the disgusting baby killers, the, uh, the define ourselves by our sexuality and what sexual position we like to be in that day, and all that other, other craziness. Yes, it's one day at a time, and if you watch Rise Up this morning, then you'll understand everything that happened. If it didn't happen, we would not have we would not see the amount of waking up that we're seeing we would not see amount of the the amount of uh uh laws that we are putting into place that should have been in place for a very long time instead of laws that made no sense we wouldn't see the the amount of people rising up and taking over school boards taking over the house of representatives like we just did we got a long ways to go but we've come a long ways um i will start the show out by asking for prayers uh i don't really normally ask for prayers from you guys but i do uh i do need your prayers today uh, my daughter Lily is back in the emergency room today. Uh, if you see me checking my phone periodically, my wife has been at the hospital since 7.30 this morning. Uh, as most of you know, if you don't, I'll tell you, uh, our daughter Lily was born um, with a lot of, uh, she wasn't supposed to be here, we'll put it that way. Um, she wasn't supposed to be here uh, by any means, and, and no doctor, um, <laughs> no doctor expected her to even be alive. Uh, but when she was born, she was born with a very weak immune system. Uh, no matter what, even if there's no sicknesses going around, Lily is sick, and I feel so bad for her because she's such a happy little girl. And when the two weeks out of the month that she's not sick of something, she's accomplishing so much. But there's two weeks out of the month that she is sick all the time, and uh, she, you know, she last week she had her great Christmas play. And now this week she's back in the hospital. So um, there's not much I can do uh, except for we, we're, we're in a snowstorm right now as well. And the snow wasn't as bad this morning as it is now. Uh, so uh, one thing I can do is go there. Uh, I think they're in the room now waiting for, um, waiting for the doctor, waiting for results at this point. I'm not sure. But she's been there all morning. So please pray for my daughter, Lily. Please pray for our family. Uh, yeah, we have the EnviroCleanse. And the rest of the family is always fine. Not always, but mostly. Uh, but, um, you know, it's, it, it always sucks when you see her going through that. Um, which brings me to my next topic before we get to prayers here, ladies and gentlemen, and that's this. Uh, there's a lot of changes coming in January of 2023. As uh, most of you already know, um, who follow the newsletter and who watched the show this morning, one of those changes was going to be now that I'm doing Rise Up in the mornings and doing 15 shows a week, that I would no longer be doing Friday night shows. No more Friday 5 p.m. shows. Uh, that was going to happen on in January, and um, and I, we're going to actually have that happen a little sooner. We're, we're going to start that tonight uh, because I do have to go after this show is done. I have to go to the hospital, make sure that they're, you know, they can get home okay. Then I got a lot of shoveling to do, but then I got to be home for, for my wife and daughter anyway. So uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are upset about that, and there will be some people who stop donating to the show. And we'll just please pray for this whole situation, this whole transition. Uh, we're just dropping one show a week, so we're going to be doing 14 shows a week. But the good thing about this is, and why I thank God every day for Mike Crispy, Anna, and the Loud Majority guys, and Isabella Moody, who will be joining in January, is this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one of the reasons why I had to do so many shows uh, was because I wanted to make sure that you guys got the news and that you guys got a, had a place to get the news from the morning until the evening. Well, now that Anna Perez will be move, moving to 3 p.m. in January and Isabella will be at 4 p.m., 
on a Friday, you will not miss your news. You will still get the news that you need going into the weekend. Uh, you might just not get my last hour. And I know that's going to enrage some people, and I understand that. I really do. I understand that you have been used to something for a very, very long time. Uh, but that's just going to way, that's going to be the way we, we go here. Okay, so just I'm just asking for all your prayers during that time, uh, that transition. But again, we're adding another show. We're going to be giving you a break in the afternoon. So we'll still go until Mike Chris be is done and then there'll be a break from one until three and then Anna Perez will come back on at three Isabella Moody at four and myself still at 5 p.m. so again still 11 and 5 every day we even have a 9 a.m. show now there just won't be a Friday night show and it'll really help me with going into the weekend uh, being a father being a husband and actually having a little bit more time so um, send me all of your questions and concerns i'm sure you have a lot of them ladies and gentlemen uh jeremy at jeremyharrell.com me and my daughter stayed up pretty late last night answering emails so you might have gotten some response back we're going to get a little bit better at that as well i would like to thank right now if i could 1869 rifleman donated 20 dollars. said crying here today my favorite niece loot loot in philippians died this morning oh my lanta now it makes me feel so terrible about my issues 22 years old three days after getting the required booster shot. Well, I apologize for that, uh, eighteen sixty nine rifleman, and we'll pray for your for your niece. Um, and then he even just donates another fifty dollars to help with for your hospital travels. Yeah, thank you, Patriot Donnie, my brother from another mother who keeps me on the narrow path of reality. Donated fifty dollars to help with your hospital bills. Well, thank you. As most of you know, we don't have insurance. Um, we. For a lot of reasons, not because we can't have insurance, but because we believe that, um, you know, insurance is a big scam. And if you have mostly healthy people, then insurance is that you don't need to do it. Pay for things out of pocket if you can. If you can't, you'll pay, you know, long story short, everybody's got a different way of life. Uh, So just thank you guys all very much. Let's go to the verse of the day today. Uh, I have a lot of news and I want to get to it. And I know there's going to be a lot of people talking about uh, me not being here Fridays anymore, uh, but Friday evenings, I should say, but. We got to get to the news. Uh, Title today, same thing I titled this morning's Rise Up, Curing the Cancer of Negativity. Curing the Cancer of Negativity. Two verses. I've I've not done two verses before, but there's a lot of negativity in our world. There's a lot of negativity right here in our own chats. And we want to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we do not let negativity fester because much like a cancer, it will destroy everything around it. It'll destroy everything around it. It'll destroy you. It'll destroy your families. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, cancer isn't contagious. Negativity is. Negativity is. So here we go, Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Proverbs 17.14 and Titus 3.10. Proverbs uh, Proverbs 17.14 says this. The beginning of strife is like letting out water. So quit before the quarrel breaks out and this could be right in your own families with anything you know what i'm saying and titus 310 says and this is the important one for us right here in this chat myself included ladies and gentlemen as for a person who stirs up division being negative after warning him once and then twice have nothing more to do with him that's what the bible says folks (laughs) that's what the bible says so Let's get into this long, long explanation here. Negative thoughts, words, and actions are the single biggest risks, risk that you could undertake. Negativity is worse than cancer. 
Cancer is contagious. Cancer isn't contagious, but negativity is. The devil uses negativity to bring strife and destruction to your lives and everyone around you. Your negative comments and actions spill over to your loved ones closest to you and ends up overtaking them like venom on Spider-Man. Every single day, online and even in the comments section of my live videos, there are multiple multitudes of people saying things like, nothing is ever going to happen. I'm just done. I quit. Nothing is ever going to go our way. I'm guilty of saying this myself. By the way, nobody in particular am I accusing here. I'm just saying what I see on other people's lives as well, not just my own. Okay? All of this is nothing but absolute garbage. Garbage in, garbage out, my grandparents used to say. This, this kind of talk allows division, strife, and harm to your surroundings and also takes everyone's attention off what really matters to either console the negativity or combat the negativity. Either way, it's not good for anyone but Satan. Like I said last week, we have been blessed with more good news in the past two years than I have ever seen before, yet people don't see it because they allow the win their windshield of life to gunk up and build up with dust and dirt, and they can't see clearly the path in front of them. Today, it's time to use some of that windshield washer fluid and turn on your windshield wipers and clear your disrupted view and understand that none of what is, excuse me, let me rephrase that, clearly disrupt your view and understand that none of what is happening is by accident. And to complain every day about how things are going is almost like a slap in the face to God. You are saying that you don't trust his plan for you and the country, and the world, and you live in, and he should be doing better. The best you can do is take some advice from one of my favorite songs of all time, Man in the Mirror, which says, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his way. And no message could have been any clearer if you want to make the world a better place than look at yourself and then make the change. Meaning, stop complaining all the time unless you are either offering up solutions to the problem or working actively every day to understand the problem at its inner workings and know how to correct it. This family is so strong, and I don't want this to come off like I'm accusing any single person of anything because we are all guilty of this. That needs to change today. And we pray that we have this ability in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. We have almost 4,000 people watching. We have great people in here. We have people to lean on when we need more compassion than even the Lord can give some of you sometimes. That's what you think. It's not true, but lean on us until you can get there. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, positive attitudes 
do so much. We talked about it this morning. I don't want to really get into that anymore now because I got a lot of news to go through, and I know you need to hear it, but I highly suggest going back and watching this morning's show. Lift up your cups. We're going to go quick today, so I hope your ears are ready. I hope you're attentive. Here we go. Let's have our first slurp. All right, Trump-appointed judge has blocked Biden's attempt to end the remain in Mexico policy. This is big news, ladies and gentlemen. It happened yesterday. This is exactly what we needed, especially with them letting the, uh, with Title 42 getting a setting to end next week. This was also going to accompany it, and it was going to be bad news bears, and we were really going to see a massive influx of people coming over the border. This was huge. Let's get into it. Yesterday, U.S. District Judge Matthew Kazmierich, Kazmierich, excuse me, blocked Joe Biden's attempt to end President Trump's remain in Mexico policy. Judge Kazmierich is a Trump-appointed judge. Border states are preparing for a flood of millions of illegal aliens surging across the border as the policy was set to end. Now, Senator-elect Eric Schmidt weighed in on tonight's decision. He said this, At 10 o'clock last night, he said, breaking in our lawsuit against the Biden administration over their cancellation of the Remain in Mexico policy, a federal court just stayed the Biden administration's latest memo, canceling MPP, keeping the vital program in place. Ladies and gentlemen, is that not good news? It, does that not call for a little bit of amen? Does that not call for a little bit of thanking God? Maybe a little bit of celebration? Cue that celebration music, ladies and gentlemen, and cue it loud. One more time. Let's hear it. There it is. Celebrate good times. We got the Santas dancing one more time. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Much needed good news today to start out Friday, and that right there is very good news, especially with what we just saw in Ben Berkwam's video during our cold open of the day. Tens of thousands of illegals are already surging across the U.S. border every single day. Millions more are on the way. El Paso, Texas has become the literally the conduit of illegal activity coming across that border, and uh, you know... I like, I like what America is back tweeted. They said, Merry Christmas, Americans, with a big F you to Joe Biden. Tens of thousands of migrants gathering on the southern border uh, ahead of remain in Mexico policy will stay exactly right where they are. Big news. I'm happy. You're happy. We need Title 42 um, to stay in place, which... <laughs> I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, really, we just need good old-fashioned militia to work with these states, work with Arizona, work with Texas, lock this border down. We know California is pretty much a lost cause, but we can't stop now. We've got to keep fighting, ladies and gentlemen, in every single state because we cannot leave those patriots in California to themselves. We need to back up everybody because we've got God on our side and you can't beat God. Great Great news to start out the day, and I want to give a big, 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 huge shout-out to Judge Kazmarek for staying that. Do we have a Smarty? You know what? I don't think I actually have a physical Smarty next to me, but it doesn't matter because it, we, it's not going to stop us from giving the Smarty Award of the day. Here we go. Cue that beautiful music.
Smarty out of the way, a Smarty Award of the Day, Judge Kazmarek. Thank you very much, Matthew J. Kazmarek. Now, uh, we'll see where this ends up, but right now, that's a big win for us going into the weekend, and that's exactly what we need to do. Remember, folks, always, 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 always make sure that you pick up any friend and never leave anybody behind in these states because I know where people go, oh, it's a lost cause, leave it. No, there are patriots there that are fighting for their lives. There are patriots there that are fighting some, than hard, some, are, some harder than, uh, than other states and fighting harder than I am here in my own state because their state is so far gone. So uh, Abbott is trash. He is not doing the S word. Well, I think more is going on than you know, although I don't like the speed of government. It doesn't take anything to get down the National Guard down there and stand there with uh, AR-15s and literally put bullets in the ground of everybody who walks within an inch of that border. I understand what you mean, but there are things going on in Texas that weren't going on before. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. That was the first and foremost section. That's good news. Now, yesterday, we, had, we talked in, in length about the Albert system, right? If you did not see yesterday's morning show talking about the Albert system, which is basically our election system already federalized, then you need to go back and you need to watch that show. You need to share that show to everybody in the world. It's that important. We're not going to go back and touch more on the Albert system, but I am going to do something just as, if not more important today, and that is lay out for you the LFA TV equation of exactly how they are stealing these elections via the ballots state by state i'm going to give you the equation so if you want anybody to come in and see this now is your time to share i'll take a drink of coffee before i get to this and we'll put the rumble chat up so that people on roku and fire stick can see the awesomeness that is occurring in our rumble chat look at this money donated by the way who else donated this is incredible miss mocha powered please use as needed thank you thank you so much nancy brewer for your hospital bills. Well, you know what? I do not, I'm not asking for that. And I know you guys know I'm not asking for it. Just know my reason for telling you about the hospitals only to keep you up with what's going on in our family. But thank you so very much. Voter USA, $100. Bless you and your family. Thank you. Miss Mocha Powered, another $25. You guys are wonderful. Uh, Donnie, you guys are wonderful. And I thank you so very much. Just know that nothing that you do is in vain. Everything that we do... Um, Yes, Donnie donated $500. Yes, he did. He did. And, and I just, I can't thank him enough. I love him so very much. I love him so very much. Everything that we do for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that we do every day is for this family. Just know that. And thank you, Raphael, as well. You guys are wonderful people. Thank you so very much. All right, getting back to the chat here. There we go, back to the chat. Um, loved your letter this morning. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you very much. All right, now that you guys have shared this to everybody, we're going to get back in business here, and we're going to go and we're going to give this equation because everybody in the world needs to know exactly how this fraud equation is taking a place across the country from sea to shining sea, and here's how we're going to, we're going to go down bullet point by bullet point. Number one, first and foremost, count the in-person votes on election day. I told you we're going to get in the ballot game. Not only are we going to get keen to everything they have been doing, but we're going to come up with our own legal ways to make sure that we're ahead of them going into 2024, just in case as an insurance policy. All right, here we go. First of all, you count the in-person votes on election day. Second, you count the early 
in-person votes. Okay? The early in-person votes. Third, shut down the system. Remember Atlanta, the water leak, Maricopa County, everything? Shut down the system. We got to go home, everybody. Shut down the system for the night. Okay? Now here we are. We've shut down the system. We've counted the in-person votes on Election Day. We've counted the early in-person votes. Now what they do next is they bring in the undeliverable ballots gathered when you change voters' names, addresses, and zip codes, and then change them back. Remember the 32,000 votes that we talked about in Arizona that they shipped out to addresses that they knew were not valid, and then they had somebody collect those? This is how they do that. So you bring in those votes, those ballots. Next, you determine the votes that you need to win and you press the win button. Then you wait for the Republicans to file lawsuits months later. Floating ballots are the lifeblood that Democrats need to steal elections. And they do it every single time. Now, I'm not talking about the machines right now. And I'm not talking about anything else except for the ballot game, which is where they actually steal it at. The machines are not where they steal it. It's a part of it. The ballots are the primary way they steal elections. Ballot gatherers know that Republicans use dumb technology, relational databases, SQLs, uh, NCOAs, and non-real-time, highly latent systems. And the Democrats know that we rely on these high latent systems. But they don't have that. No, they have the Albert system. And the Albert system right now controls 98% of our election systems in every state from sea to shining sea. And what that Albert system allows them to do is basically put in like a Raspberry Pi or something on the network so that they are gathering in every vote in real time and they're getting it transmitted to them in New York at a 501c3 that we talked about yesterday in real time, which allows them to understand and know how many of these ballots that are undeliverable they need to push into the system after they close down the hours in the wee hours of night so they can then come back and go, boom, all the ballots came in, Democrats win. If I know this and you now know this, then that means that the RNC knows this. That means that the GOP knows this. And if they don't, they're just ignoring it and they don't want to know it on purpose because myself, Sean Farish, Mike Crispy, Ben Berkwam, April Moss, Heather Mullins, everybody, Ivory Hecker, all these individual journalists, Stu Peters, we've gathered this information over two and a half years. We know how they do all of it. And then you break down the drop boxes as well. And the uh, the stuffing of the drop boxes and all of that information that Catherine Engelbrecht, Greg Phillips, and Heather Mullins got out, we know how they do it all. The question is, how do we stop it? And how do we also do the same thing? Because the people that are counting these votes, the people that are shutting this down, those are the people that we need removed or held accountable or our people in those positions. And we know those positions. So if we know how they do it, and we know what positions that we are to go after, 
and we know exactly how to have lawyers on the ground, have people in the field to do exactly what Carrie Lake did in Arizona, setting herself up for a massive overturning of a fraudulent decertification, then it should be no, there should be no reason whatsoever that we don't have this easily in the bag. That is how they do this. And I got to tell you, folks, this has nothing to do with patting my own back or anything like that. Have you heard, and I'm asking you, and I'll put this up on the chat, have you heard anybody else talking about the Albert system? I have not. I have not. Do you know who knows about the Albert system? People that I work with that are journalists and who've been gathering and working this information for two years. They rely on people like me to put it in a report and give it to you. This is what is happening. It's that simple. The problem is, is the people in charge and the people willing to turn a blind eye and look the other way. We have to identify every one of these people in every state by name. And we really know the, the person fully in charge is the secretary of state of that state. But you got to work all the way down to the city clerks, the county clerks. Those are the powerful positions, folks. Those are your powerful positions. Let's pop up the chat, pop up the rumble chat. Anybody heard of the Albert system anywhere else? I just want to see what you guys say. Don't take it from me. And I'm going to put it on the screen so that people that watch this later that do not watch, that are not engaged in this, okay? Marketing Maggie says the Gateway Pundit mentioning it. Yes, they are. Amen to Joe and Jim Hoft. Again, two people that I know very well that do this stuff. There it is right there. The whole thing is diabolical. Amen. Amen. I love to put your, guy, your comments up on the screens because people that watch this on digital TV, people that watch this later that are not involved, they see that I'm not just lying. They see that I'm not just saying things. You guys know this. You guys know all about this. Why am I the only one reporting on it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we do know. <laughs> we do know. But it's, it is a little bit ridiculous. I think it, it, is, it is very much ridiculous. Yes. All right. I want to take this uh, time out real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, since we're talking about theft and we're talking about stealing, we're talking about taking things, let's talk about not taking your home by you having HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody in the world knows somebody who's had their identity taken. Okay. You know somebody who's had their identity taken or stolen or used in order to get loans or whatever. I got to tell you this. The home title hack and the home title theft is 10 times greater and faster growing than um, your personal identity being stolen. And if everybody here knows somebody who's had their personal identity stolen, then you know 10 people who have already had their house compromised. It's that bad. This is me warning you way before it happens to you. Your house insurance, none of that's going to matter. None of it matters. The only thing that literally can block this from happening and stop people from taking the equity out of your home and your memories that you've made there for decades, maybe, maybe a century, passed down from home to home or from family to family, 
You can stop that all by getting home titlelock.com. It's less than 20 bucks a month, and you get a literal lock on the title of your home. So go to hometitlelock.com today. Sign up today. Sign your family members up for Christmas. It's that important. And now I know multiple people who have had this happen to them without this. Multiple people. So, and you guys know somebody too. He goes by the name of Producer Frankie. He produces, I don't know, a nice little show called uh, Unafraid that comes up right after this one. So, <laughs> very important stuff, folks. Please, please share and rumble this video. We just hit 1,000 rumbles. Okay, moving on. Over 60% of Americans in the Biden inflation, in the Biden, under the Biden regime, over 60% of Americans are now living paycheck to paycheck. My family's one of them. Look at that. Patsy Boatwright just sent $100 and said, please use to buy Lily flowers and toys. Tell her it's from the LFA family. Wow. Wow. Thank you so very much. My family is so blessed to have you guys. We really are. And again, folks, your generosity is so very much appreciated. I do not expect this at all. When I tell you about our family's problems, it's not for financial gain. It's to be transparent with you, and I really appreciate it. 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. I don't know if you guys remember me reporting on this or not, but if you do, remember when I said that even people who are um, upper middle class, you know, that make uh, salaries of over $400,000, they're even living paycheck to paycheck. Not the same paycheck to paycheck that you and I are living, but their lifestyle and what they're used to paying in life and their income is compromised now because of Biden inflation. This is bad news bears. This is not good. Thanks to Joe Biden's economy that he caused this inflation around the world that this left wing caused. Thank you, OzFan. God bless you. The number of Americans living paycheck to paycheck has now risen to over 60 percent. And it's a stark reminder of how much better things were under Donald J. Trump, a businessman who understood the inner workings of the economy. If you guys don't remember, Congress used to bring Donald Trump into uh, uh, to testify in hearings on how they can. Um grow the economy. They would go to, to geniuses about economic growth. And Donald Trump was one of them who made regular appearances in front of Congress, by the way, in the eighties about how to fix our economy. If you don't know that YouTube it, Google it, whatever, Bing it, whatever you do, rumble it, try to find those videos. They exist just to go, just to show you how much of a genius Donald Trump is. Republicans and Democrats alike would call on him for uh, budget and business advice. Despite this, uh, but despite this news, Biden shows no signs that he has any plans to change any of his policies. As a matter of fact, they're getting worse. Now, here's one that really struck me. Does anybody, does everybody know outside of uh, God what the lifeblood is of this country? What makes this country, the, the gears of our economy, what makes it work? I'll give you guys this, uh, this is a, uh, like a little quiz. What is the, what are the, what makes, what drives our economy that makes the gears of our economy work day in and day out? And if any of you are typing right now, small business, ding, 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 you are right. You win a gold star for the day. Small business in the private sector, in a capitalist country like America is the, is the grinding gears of our economy. Without small business, we are nothing more than Iran, Venezuela. What Brazil's about ready to come, become, okay? Small business. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 75% of small businesses in this country give Joe Biden an F 
for a grade on his handling of our economy. 60% are living paycheck to paycheck, and 75% of small businesses, 7 out of 10, so 70%, say that we give Joe Biden an F, a failing grade, a failing grade. Well, let's, let's to, to put it in more truth, let me just say it this way. Let me read this for you. The poll from the Job Creators Network Foundation found that 7 in 10 small businesses owners grade President Biden's job performance poorly, while 43% of that 70% gave him an F. So he either got a D or an F. In my house, if you get a D, you get an F. I don't know about you guys, but if our children get a D, that's an F. If you get a C, that's a D. You better be getting at least a B, ladies and gentlemen, in my house. We don't put up with that crap. No way, no how. Because if you breed kids that are allowed to get C's and D's and C's are acceptable, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have future Democrats. Just know that. Just know that. A D is an F in my house. So when you have 75% of small businesses um, giving him a uh, poor performance, 43% of that, which give him an F, and you have 60% of America living paycheck to paycheck, you really think that any Democrat is out there winning an election? You must be naive. You must be naive or stupid or a Democrat. I think all three of those mean the same. I'm not sure. Speaking of small businesses, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you know about the American Strong Network? How many of you know about the American Strong Business page on JeremyHerald.com? Well, if you don't know, now you know, ladies and gentlemen. Go to JeremyHerald.com. I don't get paid for this. Nobody makes money off this unless you go and shop with these small businesses. 450 small businesses. One of the largest private nonprofit directories in the country for American businesses. You can look at this. Check this out. You can filter these services through cleaning, painting, photography, plumbing, printing, automobile, car services. Look at this. 434 uh, businesses have connected themselves to some state or another. So why don't we... Why don't we shop with these guys instead of Amazon? Why don't you go and peruse while you're doing your Christmas shopping the American Strong Business Directory? Find a small business uh, person in here. Most of these people watch LFA TV. Thought that was AOC for a minute. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought AOC had a business on here. But go to JeremyHarrell.com and go to the American Strong Business page. I wasn't going to show that today, but when we're talking about three quarters of the uh, small businesses out there saying they need help, well, there you go. There's a perfect uh, and, and nonprofit free way for you to help them. A perfect and nonprofit free way for you to help them. I would like to thank Patsy Boatwright for the $200, J.A. Fish for the $25, Hexlean for the $20, Patsy Boatwright for another $100, Mateo2018, thank you so very much, J.B. Wright, God bless you, OzFan, thank you, Will Skip, thank you very much, Faye Blay, $50, thank you so very much. You guys are so kind. Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas to all of you. Let's move on. Yesterday, 13,000 documents came out. 13,000 documents were released uh, pertaining information to the assassination of JFK. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on with JFK, uh, Jeremy, I wish you had a sweatshirt without a hood. I looked but did not see one. We should have hoodless sweatshirts. 
uh, maybe in the drop-down menu of the hoodie itself, I would check there because I know we had some. So just check that out. But before we get, in, get into talking about JFK and, uh, and all these documents that came out, I just want you to know, the reason JFK was assassinated was because he was doing something even more bold than Donald Trump has ever even said. I'm ending the Fed. Ending the Fed, ladies and gentlemen, would have, meant, would have meant that we went back to gold, you know, that we were literally gold standard and only gold standard. Now, we went away from the gold standard in the 70s. But JFK knew the power of the Fed. He knew the power of printing money. He knew the power that these guys had over the world. And JFK wanted to end it. He wanted to end all of it. That's why he was assassinated. And I've never believed the, the stories about JFK's assassination. Neither have none, probably most of you. But you, you should know. You should know that JFK was probably the last real Democrat, the last bold Democrat, the last Democrat that actually cared about this country, okay? 13,000 documents were released yesterday related to JFK's assassination. But get this, folks. The CIA and the FBI are still withholding 3% of those documents. Why? I personally believe, and this is my personal belief, that those last 3% of those documents will show you unequivocally that the CIA killed JFK. That the CIA killed JFK. Now, True Patriot says JFK was a swamp donkey, bro. JFK's family might have been swamp donkeys, but I'll tell you what, ending the Fed was the boldest move and the boldest statement that any president ever made in the history of this country. That's my personal opinion. And I do believe he was the last good Democrat. Did his family, were they, were they free of scandals? H-E double hockey sticks? No. But he did want to end the Fed. And I do believe that's why he was assassinated. Now, Tucker Carlson was all over this last night. And if, if I may, let me play what Tucker Carlson had to say about this. Plausible. And some people started asking obvious questions about it. It was at that point, as Americans started to doubt the official story, that the term conspiracy theory entered our lexicon. As Professor Lance DeHaven-Smith points out in his book on the subject, the term conspiracy theory did not exist as a phrase in everyday American conversation before 1964. In 1964, the year the Warren Commission issued its report, the New York Times published five stories in which conspiracy theory appeared. Now today, of course, the term conspiracy theory appears in pretty much every New York Times story about American politics. It's wielded, now as then, as a weapon against anyone who asks questions the government doesn't feel like answering. But despite 60 years of name-calling, those questions have not disappeared. In fact, they have multiplied with time. And here's one of them. In April of 1964, a psychiatrist called Louis Joylin West visited Jack Ruby in his isolation cell in a Dallas jail. According to West's written assessment, he found that Jack Ruby was, quote, technically insane and in need of immediate psychiatric hospitalization. Those are conclusions that, puzzlingly, no one who had spoken to Jack Ruby previously had reached. Ruby had seemed perfectly sane to the people who knew him. Louis Joylin West pronounced him crazy. But what, what West did not say was that he was working for the CIA at the time. Louis Joylin West was a contract psychiatrist for the spy agency. He was also an expert on mind control and a prominent player in the now infamous MKUltra program in which the CIA gave powerful psychiatric drugs to Americans without their knowledge. So of all the psychiatrists in the world, what in the world was this guy doing in Jack Ruby's prison cell? The media did not seem interested in finding out. 
In fact, the New York Times, in an extensive 1999 obituary of West, never mentioned the fact that he had worked for the CIA, much less his time in Jack Ruby's cell, which seems relevant. So you can see why non-crazy people would wonder about what really happened. And of course, many have wondered. In 1976, long forgotten, the House of Representatives impaneled a special committee to reinvestigate the JFK assassination. Their bipartisan conclusion? Jack Kennedy was almost certainly murdered as the result of a conspiracy. But the question is, a conspiracy by whom? Well, the obvious suspect would be the CIA. Why else would the agency withhold critical evidence from investigators? Is there a benign explanation for that, for maintaining this level of secrecy for this many years? Not that we're aware of. And it is illegal. In 1992, Congress passed the President John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act. And that act mandated full disclosure of all documents by 2017, 54 years after JFK was killed. The last administration promised to comply fully with that law, but under intense pressure from CIA Director Mike Pompeo, withheld in the end thousands of well, pages look of at CIA that. documents. Look at that, Pompeo. Today, this afternoon, the Biden administration did exactly the same thing. That would be thousands of pages of documents after nearly 60 years, after the death of every single person involved. <coughs> George Bush. But we still can't see them. George Clearly, Bush it's not Senior. to protect any person. They're all dead. It's to protect an institution. But why? Well, today we decided to find out. We spoke to someone who had access to these still-hidden CIA documents, a person who was deeply familiar with what they contained. Listen to this. We asked this person directly, did the CIA have a hand in the murder of John F. Kennedy, an American president? And here's the reply we received verbatim. Quote, the answer is yes. Boom, there it is. I believe they were involved. It's a whole different country from what we thought it was. It's, it's all, all fake. fake. It's hard to imagine a more jarring response than that. Again, this is not a, quote, conspiracy theorist that we spoke to. Not even close. This is someone with direct knowledge of the information that once again is being withheld from the American public. Boom. And the answer we received was unequivocal. Yes. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen. Why do you think that I call, why do you think they're so afraid of MAGA? Why? Do you think they're afraid of MAGA because you really think they think Donald J. Trump is that bad of a guy? No, they're afraid of MAGA because the greatest generation in the world, the ones that defeated the Nazis, that was real. That was America. That was what America stood for. I'm not saying America wasn't riddled with scandals before that. Obviously, they were. But the greatest generation wiping out the Nazis, that was America. That was the best of what we had. And then not long after that, in between that time and the 70s, everything changed. And America became something completely different, especially when they took us off the gold standard. They became something completely different, corrupt with power, corrupt with money, taking over the world could not be handled by mere men here in the United States. And they destroyed this country. And they and all those things that you heard from all those people around the world, America's the bad guy. America's the bad guy. America's the bad guy. They were right. American government officials, the swamp that has been operating for decades upon decades was the bad guy. We, the people, were living
living under something completely different. We are patriotic. We are proud. How dare you hate freedom? How dare you hate capitalism? How dare you hate freedom of speech? How dare you hate the Second Amendment? We're doing good things. They hate us. They hate us. The government has had us brainwashed for so long. And now we are the new we are the new greatest generation. That is why they hate MAGA. MAGA is the new 21st century greatest generation. And they know that we're here to take over. They know that we're here to basically, um, metaphorically speaking, take out the Nazis once again. And this time they know how they were defeated last time. It's just like Hydra in Marvel and all of that. They know how they were defeated last time. They worked their ways into our government. They worked their little tentacles into all of our government. They've had it taken over for years. And now that we're taking it back, they're ramping it up all over the world. If you don't see it that way, then you don't see it right. And Pompeo is a piece of human excrement. And that man should no time ever be president of the United States ever again. I mean, nowhere near the presidency of the United States ever again. And George Bush Sr., I'm not going to say anything that, that, but this. My opinion is he is rotting in hell. Because George Bush Sr. was the CIA director when that happened. Remember him? He was the very first president that you heard say, we're going to usher in an, a new world order, an NWO, 30 years after he had somebody assassinated. Yeah. Conspiracy, though, huh? Anyway, we have a little bit of time left, ladies and gentlemen, and not a lot of time. Uh, to, uh, not, we have a little bit of time, and we have so much to get through. I don't know if we're going to get through it all, so I'm kind of going to do some speed rounds here. Again, if you're just joining in, there will no longer be any Friday evening shows here on LFA. Now, there might be somebody who wants to pitch in once in a while and do a Friday evening show, but my 5 p.m.s are done as of today. Go back and watch the beginning of the show if you need that explanation. We'll talk about that uh, throughout the next week anyway. Moving on, Twitter uh, suspends and bans far-left reporters who were doxing Elon Musk and Elon Musk's family. We're just going to touch on this real quick because why this is important is that Elon Musk is starting to give the left a little taste of their own medicine. Thank you, Barbara Peters. God bless you. And OzFan, we'll sing happy birthday to you in just a minute here, okay? Thank you so much for all your guys' help. I do appreciate it. Twitter is giving the left a little bit of their own, uh, a little taste of their own medicine, and they don't like it. They don't like it at all, except why why they're getting banned or suspended from Twitter is because Elon Musk, when he bought it, said there will be no doxing people, okay? There will be no doxing people at all. And they doxed Elon Musk and his family. So he banned them from Twitter. And now the Twitter sphere is in an uproar. And the reason why they're in an uproar is because he banned CNN journalists. Journalists, I say that lightly. So, so Elon Musk bans CNN journalists, okay? And now CNN is threatening to quit Twitter. Oh, no. No, no. Not quitting Twitter. CNN threatens to quit Twitter after employees are banned for doxing Elon Musk for endangering his son. Oh, no. Please don't quit Twitter, CNN. You already, you already lost your CNN+. Plus. The, 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 the bottom has already fallen out of your entire network. You've had to fire literally almost everybody because of how bad your network is. And now if you leave Twitter, where are you going to go? 
Where are you going to go? You're going to run to Facebook? You're going to run to little old Mark Zuckerberg? He's about to be investigated as much as Jack Dorsey was. You think you really want to go there? Where are you going to go? We would love to welcome you on Getter. I would love to see CNN open up a Getter account. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing? All I have to say to CNN is... I don't want to see you out that door, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Nobody cares. Now, I was going to give CNN the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, but I thought I'd reserve that for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who decided she was going to jump into the Twitter war with Elon Musk, you know, for protecting his family against doxing. We all know that. And she calls him a fascist. Elon Musk, you're a fascist. You're a fascist for locking people out of Twitter and barring them from free speech. Uh, what? (laughs) Oh, she's so mad. She's so mad. Hey, if you don't want to do the uh, time, then don't do the crime. Little Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Let's go ahead and give her the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes right there to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, you little fascist. Why are you mad at us? I'm mad at Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez needs a nap. How about you? I think Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez needs a nap. Maybe one of you out there would be kind enough to send her on my pillow for Christmas because they got a lot of overstock deals going on right now, folks. You could save up to 80%. All you got to do is go to MyPillow.com slash LFA, and you can save up to 80% on all that. Look at that body pillow. 40 bucks for a body pillow. That body pillow is the next best thing to sleeping next to a spouse. Can I just say that? That thing is amazing. Both me and my wife both have one. I think AOC needs a nap. How about all of you? Anyway, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we, um, we got to go to this because we've been waiting for this for a long time. And yes, action figure Adam Kinzinger, ladies and gentlemen, Gave his farewell speech. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> Alex, I mean, uh, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Kinzinger, the uh, disgraced loser rhino Republican who doesn't even have family members who love him. Apparently, that's what he said. He gave his farewell speech on the house. He's done. He's out of here. He's gone. See you later. He's out of here. Eli's going to love this next part. Eli, if you're watching, you're going to love this next part. First of all, let's play Adam Kinzinger's farewell speech where he calls all Republicans racist, sexist, disgusting, homophobes, misogynistic. His farewell speech is literally basically saying, I'm going to be a Democrat. Check this out. Once believed that limited government meant lower taxes and more autonomy. Today, limited government means inciting violence against government officials. (laughs) Following the tragic Oklahoma City bombing, former President George H.W. Bush publicly refuted those who used fear to gain support. In stark contrast, our leaders today belittle and in some cases justify attacks on the U.S. Capitol as, quote, legitimate political discourse. The once great party of Lincoln... Roosevelt and Reagan has turned its back on the ideals of liberty and self-governance. Instead, it has embraced lies and deceit. The Republican Party used to believe in a big tent, which welcomed the tired, the poor, the huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Now, we shelter the ignorant, the racist, 
who uh. only stoke anger and hatred <laughs> to those who are different than us. <laughs> our constituents voted us in based on our beliefs, but we cannot use our faith as a... Whatever. Bye. Bye. See you later. So, as a, mo- as, a, as, a, as a farewell, I have my own little farewell video that I'd like to play right now. And uh, Eli Ellis, this is for you. Uh, anybody who watches the show The Office, uh, Michael, the guy who runs The Office, hates Toby, the HR guy. And he sings this song when Toby's leaving because he's so happy that Toby's leaving. So, goodbye, uh, Toby Kinzinger. Uh, you will not be missed at all. Here is to say goodbye to a guy who we will probably never, ever see again. Now, a lot of you know that I am an accomplished songwriter. Song parody writer. I have done things like um, Beers in Heaven. Classic. Or Total Eclipse of the Fart. Um, I love to sing them, but I am not going to be doing that today. I am going to be doing something I wrote specifically for Toby. This is for you, Toby Kinzinger. Goodbye, stranger. Toby. That's a good na- name for Toby, right? It was early morning yesterday. I was up before the dawn. And I really have enjoyed my stay. Toby must be moving on. I'm going to miss Toby. He has a nice, calming presence in the office. Goodbye, Toby. Don't tell him I said this, but I always thought he was kind of cute. Come tomorrow, feel no pain. Feel no pain. Toby! 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 Toby, come away! See ya! He's out of here! See ya! I knew Eli would love that. Goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Adam Kinzinger. It's been fun. Not really. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I love you all very much. Uh, Eli wanted me to do something for you before I let you go today. (laughs) Eli. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Eli wanted me to do this before I let you go today. Here we go. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week here on LFA. But coming up next is Mike Crispy, unafraid. You are not going to want to miss what Mike Crispy has in store for you today. Coming up next, followed up by Anna Perez, wrong think. God bless each and every one of you. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love all of you. I'm sorry. We had to do it. Let's take it off. Let's take it off.
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Again, Mike Crispy's coming up next. You're not going to want to miss that. Seriously, though, uh, we'll see you guys. I'll see you uh, next week, but we've got two more shows coming up today. And, of course, make sure you please rumble those videos. We love you guys, as always. Be safe, and uh, I'll keep you up to date with what happens with Lily. I'll do a live video tonight or tomorrow on Getter, so follow me there. Love you guys. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Happy birthday, Oz. Happy birthday, Oz. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Oz. Happy birthday to you. Love you, Oz. See you later. God bless you. Peace.